देवे मतृक्षा मंगला मंगलम वक्ता वृंदेव्यो सर्वालोकाय मंगलम ओम स्थापकाय च धर्मस्य सर्वधर्मस्वरूपिणे अवतार वरिष्ठाय रामकृष्णाय ते नमः ओम जननीम शरदम देवीम रामकृष्णम जगद्गुरुम परपद्मे तयोस्त्रीत्वा प्रणमामि मुहुर्मुहुर ओम गुरु ओम सराशिव समारंभम शंकरचारमजमम अश्मरक्षारप्रायंतम वंदे गुरुम परमपरम गुरु ब्रह्मा गुरु विष्णु गुरुरेवो महेश्वर गुरुरेवो परम ब्राह्मण तस्मै श्री गुरुवे नमः Nishita I gave you has a very cool it's pretty hot the lower a little bit it's very hot getting used to the new mic thank you <coughs> you're the very um uh I given one mantra it's a very nice mantra we probably should chant it at the beginning of the classes it's also a nice one to learn and it fits in a little bit to uh the names of the kalisasanama like I'll do it you know half line by half line you repeat badrakalye namo nityam भद्रकाल्ये नमो नित्यम सारस्वत्ये नमो नमः सारस्वत्ये नमो नमः वेरवेरंग वेरंत वेरवेरंग वेरंत विज्ञस्तानेभ्य एवचा विज्ञस्तानेभ दिस इज अ वेरी नाइस इट्स पार्ट ऑफ अ टू थ्री वर्सेस दैट आर टू गॉड इज सारस्वती दिस इज द मोस्ट इंपोर्टेंट वन वी बाउ इटर्नली टू भद्रकाली भद्रकाली नमो नित्यम all the time we're bowing to badrakali saraswati namona we bow again and again to goddess saraswati veda viranga vedanta who is the who is uh, from whom emanates the veda the viranga viranga means the limbs of the veda and the veda has six classical limbs you could say all schools all schools of knowledge come from the veda you could say like that but it it refers to uh we'll go into that in another topic uh vedanta of course and vidyastani vyavacha and all different forms of knowledge come from her this is a very uh, beautiful mantra to begin we start studying we start studying the text asking the blessings bowing to mother kali and to her form is saraswati from whom the sacred texts emanate um that is one and myself forget to chant it i love this mantra and so if i put it at the top of my page i'll chant it so i put it at the top of your page so you can also learn to chant it very nice <clears throat> so anyways we're continuing our readings from the um uh, the descript- descri- descriptions of the kali sasanama the thousand names of kali uh, one of the thou- one of the thousands co- thousands of collections of thousand name hymns right and uh, so mah had thousands of names tens of thousands unlimited amounts of names this is a very beautiful collection very favorite of mine to we're on so actually in the last we haven't spoken for about a month i think sami chitananda revered sami chitanamaraj uh, was here uh, first part of the summer he is now in india he arrived safely i think he called a few days ago yesterday or today um, so uh we wishing him a good pilgrimage but this but we were also being cheated a little bit we used to get two months of sami satsang in the summer when we got uh, three meetings i think So anyways, <coughs> we're filling in the gap. So the last a month ago, we we spent um a couple weeks uh describing a cluster of uh, these cluster of names um especially which I like very much dealing with uh had the word naga a lot of a lot of discussion of of divine serpents. And so I think verse 25 that I get, I think I started with the verse from last time. 
Naga Kanya, Deva Kanya, Gandavi, Kanishri. So, um, did I give three verses or two verses? Two, two verses. I didn't give the. That's. What's up? Let me see real quick. Make sure I don't know what I printed. Okay, but yeah. So the previous verse had even this one has Naga Kanya, the the daughter of the, of the serpents, and the previous had, she is Nageshwari, she Naga Shayana, she, uh, upon whom, um, she's the support of other deities. She's supported by snakes. She's a sacred thread. Her sacred thread is made of a snake. These are the previous verse I didn't print for you, um, and the reason I'm kind of a little backing up, uh, as we move into the next closer names, because tomorrow. It's a very auspicious day. Tomorrow is called Nag Panchami. So it's a day we worship the Nagas, the way we worship serpents. Very important um, uh, a day. And when we were talking about the Nagas, Uh, uh, there's a hymn which I thought I printed I guess I didn't print uh, it's a beautiful that, that, that uh, worships the, the uh, nine divine serpents you don't know the hymn do you? Remember the hymn. I know it but I, if I have to if I see it I'll remember it there is a period of time it says in the hymn you, once you chant it twice a day daily so for a while we give it our best shot to chant it twice a day to get the benefit but just remember you divi- these divine serpents and so we worship underneath the tree we worship, uh, 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 you'll see various images of serpents over there. And the tree itself we worship as Manas, Manasa Devi, the goddess of serpents. So just, just because tomorrow is the day to remember tomorrow, to remember the divine serpents. And uh, uh, including within us we have Kundalini, like that. But but in this cluster, we, we, we did the first four or five, Nagakanya, Devakanya, Gandhavi, Kinaishwari. Those we read last time. Right, uh, described so, and it's this cluster names is identifying the divine mother. She's identifying with all categories of like divine beings, heavenly beings, astral beings, fairies, and and uh, and so the, the uh, um, it's going to continue some of these type of. So she's she's the nagas. She's um, uh, 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 <coughs> devakanya. She's the devas. She's a daughter of the devas. Gandharvis, these are Gandharvas are the divine musicians. We spent a lot, I'm just backing up a little bit, but uh, we already talked about these. The uh, Kinadas, the Kinadas, and these different types of, uh, remember some of them had bird heads, and some of them protected bodies of water, and some of them live in the, all these different types of, uh, of, of apsadas. So that's going to continue in the next cluster, in the next uh, mantra in verse 26, Vijadari. Yakshini, Yogini, Rakshasi, Dakini, Vasumati. These are these are all um, uh, continues different categories of divine being, or we call them like maybe like demigods or something like some um, elementals and fairy spirits, nature spirits, these type of things, right? Uh, uh, that are that the Hindu and Buddhist mythology is very rich with these type of spirits uh, uh, or deities. Uh, so she's saying so these verses are saying she's those deities also, right? So it's actually saying she's she's also humans, she's also animals, she's also Mahadevas and Mahadevi. She's every category. She's every, she's everything, 
and we've we've repeated this so many times as we introduced the names one of our interpretation um, principles is that like it, when describing like Omar's uh, one, of, one, of, one of the names would have come to is that she's fierce we'll get to that name today right so oh Ma's see she's a very fierce ferocious deity right or Ma's beautiful oh see how beautiful she is Ma's smiling Ma's loving Ma's angry Ma's uh, you know you can say these are things that these are describing and we think of it these are describing the anthropomorphic detail the, the gunas of the Devi like that <clears throat> so that's okay right um, because when we think of God what we're doing we're um, we are attributing uh, we're, we're objectifying her right in order to think of her right yeah. but Ma God Ma is not an object she is a subject she is the thing she is the only existence and so she is the one she's the one perceiving everything and she's the only thing she is perceived uh, so to say that she's angry that's okay we say oh she's an angry deity or a loving deity she's anger and she's love and she's beautiful yes oh, Ma's the most beautiful she's beauty to say she's Gora Rupa is one of the names I was remembering the other day Gora Rupa Gora Damstra you know you know that she has fear she's horrible form and fierce uh, gashing uh, teeth and then uh, her teeth grind the, um, the, the the yugas the ages uh, in my car it came in my my um, what is it the um, podcast I was listening to a podcast on on esoteric western esotericism and all of a sudden I, st- I heard my voice talking about Ma's her teeth grind the ages like whoa that's jumped out of it so <clears throat> so these are uh, these are that's true you can say she's a, but she is time she is beauty she is horror she is sublimity she you know she's she's all the things right she's everything that one has become and that's a fun foundational principle of non-dualistic tantra is that ma has become everything ma is everything now you can say it become that's one we can say oh she's become everything maybe she's become nothing she she's the only thing so whether she's become everything or she's the only thing and there's nothing except her right so maybe there every there's everything that's her that's only her has become or there's nothing except her these are two different schools of non-dualism right <laughs> we're talking how to put the two together not an easy task <coughs> we shall do it <coughs> so by saying that she's the gandharvas she's the nagas she's the devas she's the kinadas right now next she could be the vidyadatas and the yakshini the yoginis and the yakshishis and the dakinis Right, all these will go into what they are because they're interesting. Right, uh, I mean she's she's become everything. She's everything in this world, but she's also the subtle beings and the the astral beings and the internal principles. Right, so we just go through some what the, some of these are. But so the then, so I'm giving because within this cluster, there's three. There's a couple names in there that just kind of that that, that Moharatri Maharatri. You see, in verse 25, right, the second line, Moharatri Maharatri. Daruna, Daruna, Basfa, Basfarasuri. These are very nice names. So we know, let me find more. So uh, Maharatri. Then the um. So in so.
so so uh, in the Chandi we have a similar daima. We have a similar, a few names that are, I think the, this cluster of names is also hinting at from the Chandi. In the Chandi there's Mahameda, Mahaspa, Mahavidya, Maha Mahavidya, Maha Maya, Mahameda, Mahasmiti, Mahamoha Chabavati, Maha Devi, Mahasuri. Right, this is a very um, and then, then then the next Kalaratri, Maharatri, Moharatri, Cha Daruna. So the same cluster, the same names are in there. So Kalaratri, Maharatri, Moharatri, Daruna. Here we have uh, um, uh, Moharatri, Maharatri, Daruna. So three of the same names out of the four names. So it's definitely quoting from the Chandi. Right, from the, uh, this is from the uh, Rakti Sutta of the Chandi. You need a cup? Sorry, I'm sorry, throwing Saraswati's <laughs> mantras, forgive me. No disrespect, men. So, what are these? So, we'll start actually the, the, in, in the Chandi, Kalaratri means the great, the great, uh, the dark night, right? And then Maharatri means the great night. Right. And then Moharatri means the night of Moha means illusion, ignorance. Right. So th why it's not very nice to call Ma darkness, uh, uh, ignorance, the night of ignorance, the light of darkness, and the and, and the long, great night. Right. But the previous Mahavidya Mahamaya, she is all knowledge. So here she is the great, uh, great ignorance and all knowledge, the great knowledge. Maha Medha Mahaspit, you are you are divine intelligence, you are divine mem you are great memory. These are verses from the Chandi, so if you're looking for it, they're not there. Then Maha Moha, you are the great illusion. This is from the Chandi, right? Maha Devi, I love this verse. You quoted I think you recently posted this verse, right? That's in my mind. Maha Devi, you are the great goddess. Mahasuri, you are the great demoness. Right? So this is so this is she's everything. Not saying, oh, did you know Aha, Hindus are worshipping a demon. Your, your, your Christian friends are right. right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're also worshipping a god and a serpent and nature and spirits and people. And, you know, she's, we, she's become everything. She is everything. Every quality is her quality. Right, to see, try to see these. So, so, Moha, so we'll start with Moha. Moha Ratri. We're at name 177. Moha Ratri, the great delusion. She's Mahavidya, Mahamaya. She's the great, she's the one, and that's a, this is a, in the beginning of the Chandi, this is not a talk in the Chandi, every talk is a talk in the Chandi. Um, in the beginning of the Chandi, when, uh, um, who are our characters? It's been so long. Medas and Surata, right? Medas and Surata go, no. Surata and Samari go to Medas, right? right? And they ask, right, what is the cause of, why we attach to the things that it causes pain? That's basically the basic question, right? Some version of that question. He says, "Oh, it's Mahamaya. Mahamaya. Well, who is this Mahamaya? What are her what are her qualities? What's her uh, what's her uh, origin story?" <laughs> right? Uh, uh, uh. <clears throat> and he says, "Oh, she's the one that's that. Uh, she's the one that has created everything, and she throws even uh, the people of great." Sages, great wisdom into illusion, right? When, when she's the one who throws everything into illusion, but when pleased, she gives knowledge. She gets, she brings them out. So the way Sri Ramakrishna would say that, she just said that, that Maya is of two types or two qualities: Maha, Mahamaya, 
Vijamaya and Avijamaya. That's a better way to say it. Here it says Mahavijja, Mahamaya. Right? We would say um, Avijamaya and Vijamaya. Avijamaya puts us into illusion. Vijamaya gives us knowledge and brings out of illusion. These are also, we've discussed many times, the qualities of Ishwara, right? Or Ishwari, right? When we say that the word, which is probably the closest thing we got to God in, in, in classical devotional Sanskrit. Right, uh, Ishwara has means controller, but it has it's described it's defined in the shastras and tantra shastras especially as having uh, five main qualities: the creation, sustenance, and destruction. Sristi Siti Vinashana. Right, she's the one who creates, sustains, and destroys or transit. So these are so that we say that you know. It's right there in the Chandi, you know. That means she's Ishwara. But she, it also, creation is then covering Maya and uncovering, which is called Anugraha, right? Uh, the giving of grace. There's other technical terms I'm not remembering right now. I wasn't ready. Right, so, uh, uh, uh. and so Sri Ramakrishna also said that actually we think, oh, we have to fight Maya. Right, and that makes sense. If Maya is a thing causing us illusion, ignorance, and we have to fight Maya, right? The problem, she's Mahamaya, and she and 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 our deepest ignorance, our foundational ignorance, Maha, Moharatri, she's that also. So, are we fighting? Should we fight her? We shouldn't fight her, right? So he says that Maya, Mahamaya, must be perpetuated. We worship Maya. Right, and that's what it says in the Chandi. If you, that's what Meta says, when worshipped, when pleased, right, then she becomes, she removes, she becomes Vijamaya. She gives knowledge, right. She removes Avijamaya. Right, we can't fight her as a problem. Of course, we could think, oh, by learning, we're fighting ignorance. That's okay. bringing light. We're fighting dark. That's okay. You know, it's just a normal way of talking, right. But we shouldn't take it too far, because she is that great illusion. This great night dark night and night of illusion right this cluster has a very um of course we can make it personal we can see when we're in ignorance we're seeing we're in darkness we're we're we're, we're lost we feel lost and definitely deluded right but we have to understand that it has a um uh, um, cosmic correspondent it means it's a these these are technical terms that we personally as yogis as devotees Internalize them. Oh, this is my night of darkness, right? We can say like that. We have dark night of the soul, or we can try to we can try to make it our own type of thing, and it's that for sure, right? But it's also it's referring to a mythological, a mythological conception of an astronomical um, uh, detail, right? So we have to think what it. So this Maharatri, right? uh, the great. This is the second, the great night. What is a Maharatri? Maharatri is very interesting. So we know we we think we have, you know, in our little human uh, perspective, we have our day and night. The sun comes up, that's our day. The sun goes down, it's our night. Now, we we don't only sleep. We're not only awake in the day and only sleep at night. But you could you can roughly you could say. We we're supposed to be working half the day and resting, or relaxing the second half of the the night part of the day. Just like the, the the seasons have this too, they have summer. We have summer, summer and winter, right? And the transition points we call them spring and 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 autumn, right? Where nature is sleep, where nature is awake, 
more or less, right? You can see there's a cycle. There's a general cycle. So we have the cycle, and we have our. Then we have you know so many days create so many years. So many years create our life. And the Vedic conception is that our life is given a hundred, a hundred human years is a human life. Not many of us make it. Maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> my my guru used to bless people. And you live a long life. He said, "Guruji, you're you're cursing me." <laughs> right? You mean with health? Okay. With I always say, "May you live a long, healthy life, a long, healthy, happy life." That's what, that's what I always say. If you're going to give a blessing, give the proper blessing. Long, healthy, as long as long as you can be happy, happy and healthy, <laughs> live that long of a life. My blessing, right? Um, uh, so and so, we live a hundred years and then we die, and then maybe we're again born. That's a general view, or some whatever happens after. You can only guess, and we can get some hints from the text and what other people have said, right? So, a basic conception of how creation is conceived is that Brahma, Brahma is the one who is the one who creates this world, right? And the Chandi he comes out of of, of Devi's of, of Vishnu's. Uh, Naval, and he creates the world. He lives, so he, at once he finishes fighting Shumbhanishumba and the whole wonderful story, once he gets to his work of creation based upon the Vedic knowledge, he, he works, he does, he lives his life. He creates this world, as, as we say, and he lives his life. And so his days and nights are, are, are longer than ours. You know, I was thinking the other day, a Jumbug, you know, whacked into me outside, right? And I remember, oh, I have a lot of, we grew up in this area, we have June bugs are part of our, they're not as, I think just not as, I think we don't have enough nature anymore to have enough bugs. There used to be way more June bugs when I was growing up. And we live next to, you know, 20 miles of open space and there's no June bugs. It's a weird thing. But anyways, growing up, we had a lot of June bugs. Right, but they, 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 um, they, I don't, I'm not an expert in bugs, but they, they, once they come out, once they come out of the ground and, and like that, they zoom around and bump into stuff for like a, a night and then the next they don't survive a night their 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 active life is one day pretty much right a couple days something like that right which means they they, they get up they they get born they grow up they go to school right they find a mate they get married and raise a family have children grow old and die in one day that's their day right or hopefully we do that in the course of 50 to 100 years hopefully Right, uh, 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 so Brahma has his uh, lifespan also. So we always think of a day of Brahma, a night of Brahma. So a day of Brahma is uh, four billion three hundred twenty million years. Now you know, <laughs> right? And these are maybe they're symbolic numbers. There's some there have there's symbolism in the numbers also, right? You'll think, oh, how did they reach these? No, this must be accurate. I'm not going to defend. There's reasons as as by as per astrology and astronomy why these numbers have come up. They're not just made up numbers. I'm not going to, it's not a class on that. But I'll just give you an idea of this, what this Maharatri means. Right? A day of Brahma is 4,320,000,000 years, right? That means a night of Brahman, a night, so that's his day. And then he, that, and so that's this manifested universe that we think of the world is that, right? Uh, 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 of course, maybe the world's more than 4 billion years old. I don't, I'm not, but this is the general thing. So then he then he also goes to sleep. He said, we go to sleep, right, for another uh, four billion three hundred twenty million years, which means one day and one night, twenty four hours, of, of of Brahma is eight billion six hundred forty million years. Small number like this, right? 
And so to think exactly, it's, it's really amazing like, that they conceived, because in the Bhagavatam, th- these numbers are given, I mean, many texts say this, but this is also in the Bhagavatam. I'm not getting it from the Bhagavatam, but it's from the Bhagavatam, I remember. And it describes the sh- the, the, a, uh, a matra, a moment, if a speck of dust crossing over a beam of light, that little thing, that's a matra. That's the shortest period of time. And that's... That's the shortest reckon that you could say, oh, a, a one thousandth of a matra. You can I mean you can go way smaller than that. But you can go from that small to you're already talking one day of the creator, secondary creator, the demiurge, right, as as eight billion six hundred forty million years, right? So Brahma lives as per the traditional understanding for a hundred it's like we live a hundred years. Our hundred years is a hundred earthly years, right? Uh, uh, and a June bug's hundred years is a couple days, right? You know, so his hundred years, what's his hundred years as per our thing? So it's, he has, we always think of, we have 360 days, 365 days. In the Hindu conception, it's 360 days, right? Uh, um, so he lives, that's one, that's one, one, that's one day, 365 days, and Brahma lives for a hundred years, right? So... It's hard to. I was playing with the math today, and I could my my calculator wouldn't give me the number, right? It gave me some weird, cal, you know, it's like, like three dot and a greater. I mean, these signs. I don't. I'm sure a math mathematician, which I'm definitely not a mathematician, definitely not a mathematician, would know. Oh, that means like that. But I, I from other research, right? It's uh, 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 three hundred trillion years. That's a big, I guess high, high number. I don't know how many circles, how many zeros are often in 300 trillion a lot, right? Uh, so Brahma lives for 300 trillion years, right? And then what happens to Brahma? He dies, or he goes back into the blood of that for 300 trillion, 300 trillion years. In which case, and then the next Brahma comes out, right? That's the opening scenes of the Chandi, right? That 300 trillion years where Brahma is, is dead. And therefore, nothing is come, right? It's like a, that's called Maharatri, right? That is the great night. That's referred to, right? So it's not only our great night. Sometimes it seems like 300 trillion years, <laughs> right? Right? But it's very interesting. If you think it's like huge, and that's nothing. And then you have then you have Mahapralayas, and you, you, have, you get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, bigger conceptions of time, from infinitely small to really big conceptions of time, right? So whatever, <laughs> it's a long time. So we've. So, create. So this is interesting. So there's there's creation for trillions of three hundred trillion years, right? Also in the Devi Bhagavatam, it mentions, and in the Lita Trisati, the three hundred named Lita, there's like that. That how many? So that's one. This is this universe. That that you know. That, but there's actually her sidelong glance creates trillions of universes. So trillions of universes that go that come in and out of existence over 30 trillion year, 300 trillion year cycles. I'm not defending this is definitely true. I mean, this is really mind-blowing at conceptions, right? But the point is that, that the, the, this coming, that, that when there's everything, it's her. And when there's nothing, what's left, right? When we're dreaming, the dream is created out of our own consciousness. And when we're not dreaming, so there's no dream, right? But the one who dreamt is still there. Right. When there's a dream, the one who dreamt has become all the characters in the dream, as well as the one seeing the dream. Right. And when there's no dream, what's there? It's only the dream. The dreamer's still there, although not dreaming. There's no dream. 
there's no there's no dreamer and there's no dream but the dreamer is still there it's an interesting thing she is maharatri right you know and so she so with, so sometimes she's manifested sometimes she's unmanifested right and the and and so in the in the tantric we're not going into these are as we get to certain names there there'll be opportunities maybe to talk about these things where like you know she swallows shiva and Shiva ceases to exist. That means there's not even... We think, oh, before everything there's consciousness, right? But then there's not even consciousness. Without consciousness, she also exists. Because these are, these are bigger things that kind of veer away from common sense um, uh, uh, Hinduism, right? But the tantras go into very deep things like this, right? Before, 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 before. Before even think consciousness is a, such, a, such a... We consider it all important. What about unconsciousness? Right, she's also unconsciousness, <laughs> not just consciousness, you know. Right, Maharatri. So I know it's fun, fun, fun with numbers. Maharatri, Moharat. She is the great night. So she's great. So in before creation, when there is nothing, there's not even her. Only she exists. Right, she's that. Right, and so when there, so simply in deepest. So that's just like when there is no no thing. Right. But sometimes, but so, but connected with Maha, Moharatri, also in great ignorance. So, our, I think the Moharatri may be a way of personalizing this Maharatri, right? The great night when there's nothing. We also have small versions of that, but we're in great, we seem to be in very great ignorance, right? Uh, uh, and sometimes it's just that we're not, we're not conscious of divine things, but some people, I mean, sometimes, you know, we can see it ourselves. Sometimes we, we forget God or we forget, you know, we, it's very hard to keep, the, you know, we, Unless you're in, even in, unless you're in the lumen consciousness, is all just these are just ideas. We're still in ignorance, right? Even to oh, we know, we know the truth. We don't know anything. We just these are just ideas we're playing with, you know. So playthings of the mind, playthings of the ego and the mind, right? So we're actually in great ignorance. Even we can say, oh, Ma's everything. Ma's, you know, we're we're here. Ma's here. Like this is still moharatri. We're still in great uh, in the great ignorance. Yeah. And then uh, uh, um, uh, 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 what is it? What's the ver- the second line? Moharatri, Maharatri, Daruna. So in the Chandi also it's there. So Daruna is interesting. In, in, in translation I had it said, it, it said support. That's Daruna. Was that's a different letter, right? It's definitely not. And so I think maybe well, maybe it's a misspelling or maybe I miss you know. But actually, no, because this cluster of Moharatri, Kalaratri, Maharatri, Daruna, in the Chandi, Guna, uh, Kalaratri, Maharatri, Moharatri, Ch- Daruna, same name as there. So it's, it doesn't mean that it means something different. So it's, a, it's, it's Daruna in Hindi. What does Daruna mean? Do you know? How is it spelled? I've lost it. No H. D A. So it means like cruel, harsh, sharp, uh, fierce, horrible. Hmm? Daru, yeah, that, gruesome. Yeah, gruesome is a good like. We like 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 yeah, gruesome is a very that's a good yeah. And uh, so that's, that's it's a root of that word in Hindi, right? In Sanskrit. So she's also gruesome, <laughs> sharp, difficult, cruel, right? To so say, oh Mala, we were I worshiping a cruel deity. Are we? Angry and a hand and an angry God. No, or actually, she's 
she's she's loving and she's queer you can say like or she's love and she's she's everything she's darkness she's light she's existence she's non-existence she's ignorance she's she's knowledge and lack of knowledge she's uh uh, in delusion, in positive delusion, not just lack of knowledge, but actually wrong knowledge. She's correct knowledge and wrong knowledge. She's logic and illogic, right? Bad, bad, good thinking and bad thinking, mistaken thinking, misperception and perception. You know, so so she's every, she is everything, right? So even we have to see even in 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 harsh things, uh, um, you can say, oh, we can see we personalize it and we have a personal relationship with this mysterious reality. And so we see when difficult things happen, oh, Ma's very, Ma's being rough with me right now. We, we, have some, we use that language personally, right? Oh, she, her sword, I felt her sword. She, she, she cut me that, she cut me today, you know? It's like, so maybe she's cutting, or life is good and bad, right? And, and pleasant and unpleasant and cruel and wonderful and compassionate, you know, all and beautiful and ugly. And, uh, uh, and, and it's not that she's doing this to Life is that way, and she is every she's all she's every detail of life. But because we have we have not just a philosophical like ah she's everything, right, or even a mystical realization, uh, a peak experience that she's everything and doing everything. But we have a relationship with that reality. We can seem to have a relationship with it. We say oh she's personally doing it. She's personally you know uh, 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 in charge of this. Right, doing it for me, do it to me, for me, and then we think, oh, but she's ultimately loving. So if she seems to be cruel, she's actually not cruel, right? We think, oh, like fierce. We, we sometimes people with Kali, especially that we try to um, fit her into into um, uh, constructions that that make us feel more comfortable with her, where it's like, oh, she's fierce. It's fierce grace. Or uh, you say, oh, like a loving, fierce mother, like that. And that's okay. We can think, I mean, we have that experience, and that's our relationship. We can have many relationships with her, right? But uh, 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 she's not just your mother when she's doing something strong for your benefit. She's also when things are going, like, actually against you. You know, it's like even she's missed, she's in the, in the Chandi, she's the fortune and misfortune of kings. That's one of the first lines. Right in the first line, you know, it's like she's for. It's not just that we think. Oh, we take it, and personally, we can see like that. We take it. Whatever she does is for my good, right? May my misfortune. So that attitude will do us good, and we see we can grow through it for everything like that. But maybe it's just misfortune, and that's that's her also. You know, she's everything. It's a very it's a harsh. I, Usha told me thirty years ago. It says Ma's worship is not easy, because you're looking at you're looking at life as straight straight on, right? We're not delegating. We have, you know, the good stuff is given to God, and the bad stuffs to the anti-God, whatever the name for it is, right? Or, or even another thing. Oh, bad stuff happens because the good God is trying to make us benefit from, it, right? Sometimes it's just just nature. It's it, maybe it's, there's no benefit. It's just nature. It's just life. The the cruelty of life. Fish eat fish. That's the way it is. Hmm? What's the vision? Yes. And gave birth, and then she picked up the baby and ate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. So it went back into the gun. It's like that. That's it. You know, it's like it's like oh, it's for the benefit of the baby. No, it wasn't. It was just a show. This is the this is the cruelty of this is life, right? And so that so these names, Maharatri Mohar. I mean, it's meant for us to get to get this point, right? Right. Not all the names are like this, you know. And if you, and if you want more sweet, and go to Lita Sasanam or something, get more of those type of names. <laughs> Kali, Kali Sasanam is going to be a little bit uh, challenging, right? 
we see the, the full... Is it because of all the gunas? All this is like, you know, is it the play of three gunas? Like subtle For sure, you know, it's a play of nature, nature Pakriti itself, you know, she is... Actually, in the Chandis, it's Pakriti Stham Chasaravasya, right? That's the verse that he quoted. Guna Traya Vibhavana. You are, you are Pakriti, you are nature itself, right? Right, uh, um... Twam sarvasya guna triva the three gunas and the three gunas that constitute nature, your nature and all its qualities, the way it's put together, right? And then it says kalaratri, maharatri, moharatri, and then daruna and fierce. What was the word you gave? You gave gruesome. Gruesome. is a good. I have to write that down. Not in my notes. It's a good one. Gruesome. Right. So the fiercest forms, if you were to give like an anthropomorphic or a bhava of Kali, that we a very fierce form we call Bhadra Kali, right? And Bhadra means good, right? Oh, uh, so it's interesting. The the fierce, the the most fierce form in South India, Bhadra Kali, the very uh, fanged deity, was so was more, not just. I mean, she's holding a weapon, but Durga holds weapons. That's not that that's not a big deal, right? But Bhadra Kali is usually seen as a very uh, fierce form of Ma, but it means good. Right, uh, so these these uh, uh, um, uh, uh, anyway, you'll see, you'll, we'll see. We're going, and then and then this other this next name is very nice. I have to forget how to pronounce it. Bashvarasuri, Bashvarasuri. There's a good name. Bashvarasuri. Did I get it right? Did it look right? Bashvarasuri. So Bashvara, Bashvara means light, resplendent, shining, overwhelming light. Right, it means like there's something that uh, uh, um, um, actually many words um, uh, um, in Sanskrit have a root like that that, that that means shine, right? So and then asuri, asura, asuri. So so this is it, it, I haven't found like there's not a lot of commentaries on the, on uh, um, these names, right? So there's some commentaries I've tried my best to to study them. Right, but you wish like this. This like there could be a whole thing on what does this name really mean. Where I have to admit, I'm coming to them with with looking at a few translations and my own understanding of the words, and then and then and putting together some of the 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 uh, the Kali motifs in the stories. How what how this name could be interpreted. So I'm giving my own presentation. It's not uh, without and a lot of support from other traditional sources. Right, so it's radiant light, this this uh, uh, shining, resplendent light, and asuri, right, which means asura means, of course, it means demon, right. It's um, of course we have a problem. We say, oh, they have the devas and the asuras, the demons and the gods and the demons. That's okay, you know that. Uh, when we think of we only think of like real demons, right? We don't actually we think like like like. Monstrous underworld, you know, evil, malicious type of beings. They're not uh, the asuras are not that actually, right? We usually call them like rakshasas, right? It's a different type of thing, right? The asuras are, they're uh, the uh, actually there's whole religions that worship them as the gods and the gods as the demons, right? You know, the Rastrian religion has reversed the 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 the, the thing, so it almost doesn't matter which one's god and which one. Uh, and there's whole traditions. There's I think I may have mentioned there's a whole, there's a whole, there's 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 a, a community in India that uh, um, that worships Mahishasura, 
right? And during they think and and during Navaratri they they fast during Navaratri, and 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 but not out of devotion to the goddess, right? Is like to to, ne- to neglect. They're not going to feast to do anything during the goddess's time. She fought unfairly and she killed a, a, a completely legitimate. Uh, 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 he she, he won the throne fair and square from Indra. Indra is a selfish, uh, 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 selfish egoistic thing. He by his own tapasya was a great yogi, and he attained like that. And then they tricked something, and they got some devas to the thing, and and got rid of Mahishasura. Right. So it's like we're like so committed to Mahishabad, Indra good. Indra is not good in the story, right? Why is and then so why is why is she defending Indra? She's the, the both gods and demons are her devotees. Why is she fighting for the devas all the time? The big question, right? you know. So it's so the 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 Asura, 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 they're 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 actually co- they're cousin brothers, right? They're they're uh, they have the same maybe not cousin, but what was our term? They have the same they have the same parents. They have the same mother. They have different mothers, same father, in the in the in the in the in the mythology, right? Where they have uh, Diti and Aditi, right? And the that's what some they call Daitas or demons sometimes, the daughters of, of and who are the father, you know. Very disappointing. Uh, well, according to some, it's, it's uh, 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 Kashapmuni. Kashap is, a, is is the father of all the gods. In the, this is a way of a general thinking. But anyway, the point is that they're they're just they're just two parts of the same family, which is also very deep because they're in the world of duality, right? And and you say, oh, in the world of duality, good is good and bad. The world of duality itself is either, is neither good nor bad, or it's both good and bad. If you think to have a world is good, then you have the world of duality. Right, and so therefore, all the things in the world duality are good. If you want, if you if you think life is good, then life and death are both good, because you can't have life without death. Right? If you think if you think uh, pleasure is good, then pleasure and pain are both good, because you can't have pleasure without pain. Right? If you think life is bad, then 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 both birth and death are is bad. Right? So uh, you know, if you're trying to go beyond duality, then neither one of them have much value. Right? So, anyways, we we're we're on the Davis side generally. Right, but anyway, so she, so this is an interesting. She's, so us, so here Asuri, is is, and so, Deva means shining. Asuri means not shining, right? So so Deva are the shining ones, those beings of light. These are, the counter beings, being. Uh, so it's interesting this name. So it's often interpreted this name to mean she's the great light that destroys demons, right? She's a light that destroys darkness. She's um, uh, 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 Basvara, light, and that overcomes Asuri, the darkness, not light. Right, that's one way, right? So I think that's okay. You can think there's stories. You, know, you say, oh, Ma comes and was, you know, and she. There's so many. I mean, there are thousands of names that describe that she destroys demons, right? And how she did it by her light, by her by by her purity, overcome like that, but. Because of its place in this cluster of hymns, I always look by by. Sometimes the only clue we have is the, is the names around it, right? Sometimes it's just by. I think it's just by because it fits the meter and they stick a name in, right? But here I don't think it's the case. We have to look at this. You know? <laughs> uh, uh, so, Basura means shining light, and Asuri means darkness, right? So this could be she's both light and darkness. That's one way if you can see, think of it, right? Or both gods and demons. Right, and that fits so many. And also, that's in the Chandi, which this verse is obviously pulling from. These names are because it's the cluster of names is exactly from the Chandi. These, that's a theme. You are both. You become Maha. What is it? So, in the Chandi, Pakrisi, uh, uh, Kalaratri, Maharatri, Moharatri, Chadaruni. 
महाविद्या महामाया महामेरा महास्पिति महामोहा चबावती महादेवी महासूरी यू आर द ग्रेट गॉडेस एंड द ग्रेट डीमन महादेवी मींस द ग्रेट शाइनिंग वन एंड 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 महासूरी एंड द ग्रेट नॉट शाइनिंग वन यू आर बोथ लाइट एंड डार्कनेस राइट सो आई थिंक इट्स इट फिट्स द क्लस्टर ऑफ नेम्स वेयर इट अपीयर्स राइट एज टू गिव द हिंट टू द इंटरप्रिटेशन ऑफ द नेम right because otherwise there's no there's no clear clean translation of it so um she's the i think she is the light that destroys darkness what i put that's a common understanding that's how it, often if you see there's only a few translations existing in english uh, uh, and it, the translation will be something like that you know so i've left it something like that right but i think it's probably more than that she's the the uh she could be the light that destroys darkness or just the, the light that destroys demons or she's both light and darkness both god and demon goddess and demoness right and you'll see in the next few names she's actually called demoness <laughs> so it's like it's so i'm not far fetched you have to understand part of the principle when you're of interpreting something you have to look where where it, where it appears in the text right what's the context of the of 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 of, of the ver- literally where it appears in what text in what tradition but also in what sentence or which line it appears in important thing maharatri Moharatri, Maharatri, Daruna, Bashvarasuri, uh, right, and then the next line, Vidyadari, Vasumati, Yakshini, Yogini, Jara, Rakshasi, Dakini, Veda, Mai, Veda, Bibushana. Right, this is very nice. Vidyadari. So these names have a direct meaning. We have to see the direct meaning that she is. These are these are describing her qualities, right? Like. you know and 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 uh, so vidyadari vidya means knowledge or wisdom or uh, um, esoteric understanding could mean all these other things and vidyadari is one who holds their their wisdom holders knowledge holders right so uh, somebody who's very educated or somebody who has um um esoteric knowledge yogic knowledge secret knowledge mantric knowledge right tantric knowledge you can say oh she's vidyadari you can use that vidyadari you could use that that's not the way you probably wouldn't but that that's a legitimate use of the word right that he holds knowledge or she holds knowledge right here she holds knowledge but if you go back to the previous nagakanya devakanya gandavi kinareshwari um all these describing her as all these different categories of semi divine beings mentioning so including so here the vidyadaris the vidyadaras are such a category of be- such a category of being right they're uh, um um uh, they're found in the bhagavatam they're in the, all of the mahabharata they're in the buddhist text also some of these are have a lot in buddhism but uh, vidyadaras are more in hinduism so <clears throat> the vidyadaras there could like some some like the kinaras and the gandharvas and the apsaras there's something like that right uh, they're in their uh, nagas they're in that same category they're said to live in the atmosphere they're air um air born beings right um uh uh they're often associated with lord shiva as some of his attendants uh when we think of the like the ganas they're in a category of one of the gana categories the hosts of the deities that are around lord shiva um they're said to live in the himalayas right certain texts will will attribute them oh they're in such a such a place 
Gandharvi Mountain. You know, there's some some places that place with it. So maybe there are you know some sort of a fairy type. We think in the Western tradition there's such a, a fairy like being, and and the ancient world and 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 and, and the world of the Mahabharata and and, and the Bhagavat and the Puranas are full of. This is the understanding. Now we have we have in coming we have the Mahadev we have the Mahadevas, one of whom we choose to be God, and then we have the 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 general devas. And that's about it. We've 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 lost uh, the 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 true um, um, pantheon of, of 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 heavenly astral hellish beings, right? Uh, so now they become symbolic. And then we do think of them all. Oh, the he- the devas are our higher qualities, and the asuras are our lower qualities. They represent. We can use them to represent that. But in the ancient world, and still to many people, these are still living. These are the re- this is the reality we live in, and. Um, and maybe it's good that we don't, not too conscious of that, and they become more symbolic, right? You know, I had a friend who, perhaps, if we were to give the benefit of the, this is very psychic, you could say, right? And could see, uh, or claim to to see, such beings, ghosts and spirits and things like that. It could be, you know, ancient, many people like that. But she made a comment that it's actually really bothersome, because you don't know whether or not to swerve when you're driving. Like whether a thing, whether the thing in the, whether the person in the, on the street has a body or doesn't have a body, you know, it becomes complicated. You know, so you can go crazy if you're thinking, you know, and people think like that. You like, like that person's gone crazy. You're seeing, you're, you're seeing things that other people don't see, right? So sometimes it's they, and when people see things that other people don't see, maybe it's a sign. The fact that other people don't see it means that these people are not seeing correctly, you know, uh, 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 or. Maybe they're seen because only they have the, the sight to see them. Who knows? You know, it's very about those things. Not much can be said. There's very little. There's almost no. Um, can't say absolutely not, but there's very few uh, 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 tests you can do for such such uh, claims, right? So we leave them what they are as as, as the ancient world's claims in the world that we live in, and now we don't live in the same world. We we populate our world now instead of. Devas, we have aliens and things like this. So we have. <laughs> so, <coughs> anyways, just turn on the TV. <laughs> it's all about aliens nowadays, <laughs> not about devas. I remember one of the one of these stupid TV shows. You know, it's like, since there is no such thing as since there's no such thing as gods or angels, saints, gods, yogis, or angels, the only other explanation could be aliens, right? You know, it's like okay, fine. There may be no gods, devas, no no gods, angels saints or, 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 or yogis right but if there's none of that but there's definitely aliens you know it's like you can see it's like we we replaced we've 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 uh changed our our, our the uh the hierarchy pantheon's not the right word there's a word for the, the 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 description of all the angels and in christianity there's a term for it it's different i'm losing pantheon's good enough for now Anyways, uh, so the vijadatas are such, and so and so they're um, uh, also another quality is given that they're um, they're they gaze at humans. <laughs> Very interesting little detail that that's given. There's a few details from the shastras, right? That they're they're interested in humans, right? They don't interact much, but they're interested in humans. <laughs> right? We we fascinate. You can imagine they would make a great movie, <laughs> or the beginning of a good horror movie, or something like that. You know that they're. They're, 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 they're like some of these things, some of these different types of beings were described in the previous weeks of going through these names were, you know, although they're associated with nature, associated with water, they, they hang around trees, they, you know, these type of 
that world. These these live in the air, but they're they they're they're. Uh, so it's good to have their positive gaze, not to upset them. They're 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 not malevolent. They're they're um, opposite of malevolent is benevolent. Benevolent. Thank you. Thank you. Benevolent. <laughs> I want to say beneficent. Not not right. Benevolent. They're benevolent, right? But they don't. But they have knowledge. That's the point, right? So they're they 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 know because you have to think. If there's something that lives in the atmosphere, that sees everything, that people don't interact, it's like they know they know so much. They're they're the keepers of esoteric knowledge, right? The vidyas, right? So she's she's them, she's vidyadarini, vidyadari, right? Or you can say, oh, she also holds knowledge. She's she, all knowledge is in her ma. You can just use that as a, as a simple a simple description of her guna, her quality, or to match the list of names, another category of of tantric, astral, Puranic, ancient worlds, uh, pantheon is she's also them, right? You see, like you know, like 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 you know, we have like we all in Christianity we think oh we have angels, right? But actually, we've lost so much angel knowledge now. We have the oh we have a few we have a few, we have a few because the Bible only mentions angels and only mentions maybe two or three by name, right? All the other stuff gets into into more esoteric. Uh, equivalent of Christian and Jewish tantra, you know that uh, of the different. Uh, but then you have different. You have you know, seraphim and and uh, what are the other ones? Um, um, Elohim and all these different categories. Like now we have angels, right? But in the ancient world, the angelic realms were were mult were and not all of them are, are. Some of them, not all of them are benevolent, as we know. You know, some of them can be invoked. And for help, some of them are independent, but can be can can help us. Some of them can be controlled with mantras and spells and yantras and talismans. You know, it's like it, you get into that same world. It, now we just have angels, right? And angels are just so that like, we have a guardian angel, and you know, and sometimes they act as messengers. But but the ancient world had in in the Western ancient world also. This is a, a populated way of looking at the world. We've lost some of that, including in India. But also, like when Jacob wrestled with an angel, right? Then he, what was it? What did, what was it said? He wrestled the night with an angel, right? And then uh, he goes, "What was the line?" I will call this place because I have seen God face to face. So he says that the place where he wrestled the whole night was an angel, right? Which is very interesting—a kind of ladder that goes up to heaven, and the angels coming back and forth. So it's a big. You're not, we're not going to give any. This is a, we're giving enough weird interpretation of the Kali Sasanama. <laughs> my weird interpretation of biblical text will come in another class. <laughs> give me a few more years to get my guts up. <laughs> but it can be done, definitely. It's very fascinating. You can give that interpretation also. Um, but he's, he wrestles with an angel, and then he says, oh, I've seen, I call it this because I've seen God face to face. Right? So, so the angel, which is a messenger of God, right, is also God. Right, so you can see that that we're what is it a is it a separate being, is it an aspect, is it dream? Is, I mean, is, or is it when God appears, interacting? If it's seen this way, you can see similar thing can be can be seen in these names, Vidyadari, Basumati. So, the translations I found of of this text uh, of this name say Vasumati means wealthy, right? But it's interesting because. Vasu, Vasumati, actually it says Vasumati, not Vasumati. Vasumati means wealth, right? There's a term. Vasumati means earth, right? 
But it's interesting because of the collection, the connection here. I think it may be the fact that people, the uh, uh, it's translated obviously as wealth. That she is wealth, which is a weird thing to put into her. She's wealth, or she's earth, right? So we have to. Uh, uh, you could say the sumati means means wealth, wealthy means she's rich or she's wealth. You can say it like that, right? And and vasumati, which is what it actually says. Is um, is a way of saying it's a way it's it's not a clean point for point translation, but it means earth, right? So we'll leave it at that. That it means she who has wealth, or she who is the earth, you know, like that. But then we'll bring the next name, the cluster of names. You interpret it by the names around it, right? Yakshini, right? So Yakshini is another one of these, like the Kinadas and the Vijadadis and the and the Gandharvas and the, and the Nagas, these semi-divine beings. And so the most famous yaksha, uh, yaksha, yaksha and Yakshini, the famous Yaksha is actually in the direction he lives over here, Kubera. Right, Kubera is, is a Yaksha, right, who's given the job as the lord of wealth, as a, 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 a bank accountant, right, of the divine treasury by Lord Shiva. Right, um, uh, anybody know the day? Very significant. Um, Akshay Tritya. There's so many things about Akshay Tritya, one of which is that Kubera got his job. It's associated with gold and wealth and these type of things on this day. Where people make investments on that day. Even Kubera got his job as the chief banker of the gods. <laughs> but he's a Yaksha. And so you ever seen like paintings of Kubera? It's not common, right? But usually he's like short and fat and you know it's like so H like he you know, he's um 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 so that's that yakshas are like that. They're short and fat, right? Little little um, uh, nomi type of. Sometimes he has horns. But you see, actually, in 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 the other great epic, besides we have Mahabharata, Ramayana, and 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 Bhagavat, and 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 Vishnu Purana, we also have Lord of the Rings, another one of the great ones, <laughs> right? Who are the ones? That are the the ones who are the are the dwarves are the ones who. Um, who work? What do the dwarves do? They mine. They're associated with the earth and gold and wealth, right? So this is something equivalent. I have to be careful. I'm not not for one, but not not unsimilar to what we what, what we like dwarves, right? They're that same type of body and they control wealth, right? They guard wealth and they live wealth that's buried, buried wealth, right? So this is that makes sense, right? The Kubera is the guarder of. They chose a really good good one to guard the really big treasure, right? So they, yeah, they, so they're giving. So she is, yak. She's a yakshini. Either she's one of them, but she's the. But, but so, the vijadatas are the guarders of knowledge, right? And the yakshinis are the guarders of wealth, right? Hidden wealth, treasure, guard, hidden buried treasure. I guess you would say. And you see, she's also we we talk when we talked about the Naga names, right? Nagini and Naga Kanya and all those names. Is that Nagas also are they? What what do Nagas do? They live under trees and they guard treasures. We also have that with drag in the same movie. You have drag a dragon who is guarding the treasure, right? That's a very common common motif, right? Or snakes around trees. We have, we can see that across various religious religions we have trees and snakes right and tomorrow is I mentioned again we have new people who have come tomorrow is Nag Panchami right where we will worship the, sna- the Nagas underneath the snake underneath the tree 
So Yakshinis, also guard wealth, they also, they're often associated with trees. They live in trees sometimes, right, or around trees. So, and they're especially associated with the Ashoka tree, which is a very auspicious, you know, what's the English translation of Ashoka tree? Um, it's like a banyan tree or something? Is it banyan or? People or? No, what's the Ashoka tree? I'm, I can see it, but I can't with the, look it up, you know, Google, Google G. No <laughs> <laughs> invoke, Lord Google, what time is it now? <laughs> <clears throat> so Yakshin. So oh, in the um, uh, uh, in the Udan Uda Mareshwara Tantra. So the the Yakshinis, Yakshas and Yakshinis are also like a lot of these other deities, just like angels in the ancient world, were also used tantrically in magic, right? So these are there are sixty uh, thirty six of them mentioned in different lists of their name by name like there's names there's there's ancient lists of angelic names that knowing their names is that to confer some sort of power in the ancient world so similarly the yakshinis yakshas and yakshinis have auspicious name that can be chanted right and they're often used we think of like the magical side of tantra uh, the yaksha so she is yakshini and then the next name is yogini so you just look at the regular the regular meaning she's a she's a yogi is one who is in yoga in union, right? So you can say Oma's in union, but that's, I mean, you can say Oma's a yogi, or Shiva's the great yogi. But who's he in union with? Is himself, I guess, you know? It's like, it's like, it's like well, uh, so she's, she's in union, that's okay. You know, she's in union with Shiva, you could say. <laughs> right? She's in union with herself. He's a yogi in that way. A yogini, and also a yogini. So we use, is it in, 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 when it's in this, Cluster, right? It's we have we cannot we we can't just bring our own like modern use of the word here, right? Because like we say, oh, like oh my God, you know, I'm a yogi and you're a yogini, right? It's like that's not what this text. This is not the way the word's being used. Although we can extend it that way. That any any male practitioner of yoga is a yogi, perhaps. Any ma- female practitioner of yoga is a yogini, right? But that that's also not the way it's it, the words. That's only in the last like twenty, thirty years that people have been using these words this way, right? A yogi would be somebody who's uh, uh, maybe has attained yoga realization. A yogi is somebody who's attained union, right? It's not only a practitioner. That's another use, but actually the traditional use of the word yogi and yogini in in India now amongst amongst yogis and yogis is these are sadhus and sadvis, right? Uh, 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 um, a yogi is like you see a baba. Or a sannyasi, or sitting, you know, by their duni, you know, and you go to them and you get blessings. Why do you get blessings? A yogi gives blessings. Yogi uh, Babarampuri likes to point this out that yogis have two, two only two um, um, duties to the outside world, right? They're, they have a duty to their lineage to pass on the lineage because your vijjadat is also they have knowledge, so they pass on to a disciple or disciples. And for the rest, they give they give blessings, right? You go and you go, Maharaj or Mataji, please give me your blessings, and they give you some, or they whack you on the back and they hit you with feathers, or <laughs> give you some give you some bashma or whatever the or some fruit or some something like this, you know, right? Why do they give blessings? Because we believe that they're 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 yogis, meaning they're 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 in union with the mother goddess, 
That's the understanding of the yogis themselves, right? Yogis and yoginis. And therefore, because of their austerities, because of their life of renunciation and tapasya and japa and meditation, right? Uh, 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 because of those austerities, they have some connection with the universal mother goddess, right? And therefore, they become like a spout for that blessing, uh, an, an access point. Because you go, how do you, how do you, uh, uh, like if you want, there's, wa- there's, there's water somewhere, but how do you get to it? You have to find somewhere that's accessible, that's connected to that water in some, in the aqueduct. That's our, you go to the spout and get water. You go to a yogi or yogini to get the blessing of the Divine Mother. So you go for, so they're, so now it's become different. Now yogis and yogi, yoginis are on tour, or something like that. You know, it's like before, before they're giving blessing, not teaching. Right, you you don't give teachings, you give blessings, right? Now I think now the way to give blessings is teaching. That's changed, right? People don't want me to give kumkum, or some, you know, it's like there you go, kalyanho, you know, be, be make good to come to you, right? You know, or give me some tie, tie a string on me. Sometimes it's like that. Most people want, oh, what does mom mean? You know, so we give, we go. This is a way. So it's it's a it's a, it's a, a convergence of these of these uh, traditions. This is what you and so yog, yogini in the ancient. If you go back just a hundred years, two hundred years, three hundred years, the only group that used the word yogini for a human person was these are the uh, uh, not sampradaya, right? And so the not sampradaya. This is an ancient from Gorknat, right? Coming from Dattatreya, I believe. So Gorknat, the the yogi and yogi, yogi is a title for like Swami is a title for a monk of the Dashnami order usually, right? And so the, the title for a, a um, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, sadhu of the Gorknath tradition is yogi. And just like Swami, Swami, yogi, yogini. That's the only way it would have been used for humans if you go back 100 years, 150 years, right? Now it's being used differently, so language changes. But uh, Panini has one line that says, a word's known by its use. So now the word changes, but what happens when the word changes, then the original meaning is, then now we only use that word and we, we, don't know, we don't know what the ancients meant by it anymore. We know what we mean by it. Right? So it's good to know, it's okay. we use it, we use it, I can use the word in a normal way, but it's also good to, to think how it would have been used. But here, I don't think it means any of these things. It's not that type of yogi or yogini. It means, so it, because cluster of, um, uh, uh, um, we'll see. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I think I'm just going to get to a, a, a stopping point. Stop. I, I'm not going to finish the, the, the section because people are coming and the class hasn't, uh, the RT should start soon. But anyways, um, Gandharvi, Yakshi, Vidyadari, Nagakanya, Devakanya, you know, it's, it's, it's these categories. So yogini is another category. There's another, just like there's, just like there's, yog, there's a, there's, Gandharvis and, and, and these, uh, these different it's another category of divine being right the, yog, the yoginis right and, and so the closest we have even in modern tantra right of goddess worship of the yoginis is the um, what are they the um, uh, uh, matrikas in, uh, uh, the ashtamatrikas or saptamatrikas those are they're 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 they're, uh, um, they're listed in the there's You've heard of the 64 yoginis? That's another thing. There's a, um, there was a period of time in India where their, their worship was never popular. There's only four existing temples. Uh, two in Arissa, two in Madhya Pradesh. And only one in decent condition. And one recently desecrated by... by I mean, every, every year people go take pictures of it and there's less 
less details of the images, but they're worshipped as a cluster. So the yogi knees were a cluster of de- of de- of, of, sh- of aspects of of uh, different aspects of Parvati, you could say, right? And so uh, in the Chandi, the, the yoginis are Maheshwari, Varahi, Narasinghi, Chamunda, um, 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 uh, like that. You know, these uh, the, like that. But there's inter- there's there's lots of them, right? There's 64, and there's different texts that describe the 64. We only worship the 64 yoginis once a year during Durga Puja. One of the things on the final day of Durga Puja is the worship of the 64 yoginis. And we do it real simply at the Gandapushpe, and then we just go through lists. Om Rim, Yoganyanama, you just go through page by page. You know, well, I don't know who you guys are, right? But we, we ask your presence here. Ma is surrounded by the 64 yoginis. She's surrounded by the, she has the Navadurgas, she has the Dashmahavijas, she has the Matikas. And 64 yoginis is another mandala of, of, of aspects, cluster of aspects of the Divine Mother. So yogini means, most likely in this concept, means that. Right, she is a yogini, but she could. But it means all these things. But here, probably most likely means that um, yogini. I think we'll we'll stop. Uh, um, uh, um, uh. So, anyways, yogini you could say are incarnations of divine feminine power. You could say like the other yoginis. That's a good definition. But um, so the next names: Jara, Rakshasi, Dakini, Vedamai, Veda Vibhushana. I'll just quickly say, Jada means old, ancient. Right? So, so, so remember, these are some inauspicious groups. Yoginis also, they're also a little dangerous. They're fierce forms, most of them. Right? You know, like Chamunda and Chinamasta, you think they're fierce forms. And just like in the next thing, Rakshasi, these are female demons. Dakinis. Dakinis are also, they're not demons, but they're dangerous feminine Shaktis. Right? There is, we do, when we make kavachas for people, right? There's different, there's a Devi kavacha and, and Hanuman kavacha and Vijaya, uh, Trilokya Vijaya kavacha. Yudhi says, it starts listening. Uh, Dakini, Yogini, Rakshasi, uh, Vasudari, you know, all these different things. These are all like, these like to protect us against such beings. It's interesting, you know, like, but so these are beings, these are dangerous. In the ancient world, these are dangerous beings. But it's showing Ma is those beings also. Ma is everything. That's the, the main point, right? You don't get too lost in all these cool, esoteric, uh, uh, unknown um, spiritual entities. The point of the text is, I'm just listening, I'm talking to them because the names are there, and it's, we, never, we never get a chance to talk about these beings. But Ma is everything. She's become, she's become everything, or she is everything. Pleasant, unpleasant. She's knowledge and ignorance she's birth and death she's fortune she's misfortune right she's the auspicious experiences not auspicious beings and and uh, benign beings uh, benevolent beings she's benevolent beings she's inauspiciousness she's the whole thing right this is the main if you were to give the main interpretation if you were to give an interpretation of the symbol of ma that we have on as dakshina kali where she uh, on one side she's showing Varamudra and Abhayamudra other side the sword and the severed head right the one has become the many by becoming the one has become the, the dual the singular has become the dual and therefore become the everything right so the, 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 when we think of the world duality we're simply describing two extremes like oh birth and death it's not just birth and death there's a billion parts of life too 
night and day. There's not just night and day. There's right now and right now and right now and right now and right. I mean, it's every moment, right? So by saying the world of duality, we say the world of multiplicity. She's become everything. To accentuate that, you you show the two extremes of birth and death. Mahadevi, Mahasuri, Mahameda, Mahavidya, Mahamaya, these type of things, right? Right. You you show the extreme, but she's not just the two extremes. There's not just two things. There's everything. She's not just she, so the, the, these mantras are showing, especially this cluster. She's everything. So anyway, well, thank you for your kind of attention. We didn't finish the verse, but we'll next next week, God willing. Is there any questions or comments? We have exactly negative two minutes. <laughs> Since I don't attend to all the lectures on a regular basis, I heard a portion from some time ago, like you mentioned something about mantra being um, nested between two ohms and mm-hmm. its significance. Mm-hmm. I, I tried to search in other places, I could yeah. not get... So this is called samputita, uh-huh. right? Uh, uh, the fencing of a mantra, uh-huh. right? And it can be done between like... The mantra is, is fenced with other mantras, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes with Om, like for instance, like you like like Om Namah Shivaya, mm-hmm. right? Actually, the mantra Om Namah Shivaya is just Namah Shivaya. So some that, that the way it appears, we add Om because there's no Bija, mm-hmm. and then right, to make it a proper Mula mantra, it's a condition to add Om. Other people add Hrim or other things like this, right? But the actual mantra in the in the, in the Rudram is Namah Shivaya. That's where it first appears, right? So we say Om Namah Shivaya. But you can go you can go Om Namah Shivaya Om, mm-hmm. right? Or if it's Om Namah Shivaya, it could Om, Om Namah Shivaya, Om. Or Hrim, Om Namah Shivaya, Hrim. Right? So by doing that, you're, this is, it's a, uh, in the Tantra that I mentioned, this, it's a thing called Prana Yoga. I think that's a talk I gave on Kali Puja, probably. So your qualification is not listening to the talk. <laughs> No, 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 it's a, it's a very interesting thing, actually. That 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 by when you when you connect it with mantra, it's believed that the mantra will have equal equal adjust what's in between. One, a very colorful tantric yogi we knew, uh, Guruji, Guruji, great uh, Siddha. Um, he used to joke. He says that 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 you we we're, we're um, um, like if you take somebody and squeeze them. There's, they're gonna something's gonna happen, good or bad. You're gonna get a reaction, yes. right? So similarly, you you take a mantra like Om Namah Shivaya and 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 put and have Devi mantra squeeze squeeze it. It's gonna do something to it. You cannot not do something. You may not do what you want, but it's gonna, you may not get the reaction. You want. <laughs> but some reaction will come, right? But to, but in the tantra that describes the, the uh, like we do that like we, 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 in the I think the talk where you're mentioning and we do it in the in the puja, we do it to every syllable. Of the mantra, we do it every syllable. Uh, like, like for instance, like um, uh, uh, you can you can you can take like the beat mantra, uh, 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 like for Devi, like cream, right? And then you can you can you can fence that mantra with mantras with the aksharas of the alphabet. Um, rim, um, tam, rim, tam, tam, rim, tam, pam, rim, pam. Or you could do it the other way around, where it's rim, pam, rim, rim, kam, rim. You know, by doing this, you're cha- you're trying to do something, either to purify the mantra or to awaken the mantra. By by connecting it with the syllables, you're purifying the the aksharas themselves, the sounds themselves, right? Or by connecting it, or you're trying to awaken the beat, the mantra itself. So there's a science to that. I don't know if it answers. It's not an easy t- 
a big big topic but it's a it's a uh, and it's and it's also said it, it, to remove the, the the doshas of the of the mantra there's some um uh, uh, there's some things like like there, there's a lord uh, chaitanya mahaprabhu says to say the word krishna right is is so powerful that that destroys saying the two syllables krishna destroys more sin than impossible to commit that's what the mantra that's what he says right yet we say krishna tonight we'll say krishna 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 and not much has happened right so it's not the name's fault right it's like you know it's like so there's some mistake in our pronunciation how we receive the mantra our understanding of it maybe our attitude towards it and so these these are doshas of the mantra these are mistakes that happen right our condition you know, like that so we how to correct that this is a tantric way to correct we can just say oh be careful chant properly have the right attitude and the right then we can fix it but in tantra and puja where we do it with we like all that technical stuff of unplugging here and plugging here and creating new circuits to try to, to, to do something to them, to awaken a mantra, to purify the mantra. That's, that's an answer. <laughs> Without the question, I don't know what the... Uh, no, no, uh, uh -huh. the See, significance of putting a mantra between two ohms. That's, that, that's that, a significant. That is the yeah, yeah, you're purifying it. Purifying it. Usually purifying it by... Um, um, by uh, also, the mantra comes from Om. Right, and so by and so it's taking it to its source, the sound to its source. That's another. That's the same principle of prana yoga given in the, the tantra shastra, that it purifies the mantra that's in between. Sometimes it's done to um, um uh, to like change it or awaken it, but sometimes it's just meant to, to purify the sound itself, take it to its source. Like um, uh, uh, drinking water from Calcutta in the Ganga or drinking water from Gangotri. Right, it's the same Ganga, but it's different water. Right, it's the same water. But it's but you can see it's better if like oh let's you're 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 going to the source of it it comes from Om and therefore you're that's how it's Om is used often that's a that's I got any other questions comments challenges realizations complete rejections good all right Jai Makali Jai Makali okay.